Good morning. We're Masechet Babakama, Daf Kaf Aleph. And we're starting at the bottom of Daf, well, not exactly the bottom, we're starting in Daf Kaf. We've got a bit of a backlog from Esther, so we're a little bit below the half line mark. Shalchur Bey Rabbi Ami. Okay, so we still got this question over here. We're asking the question if a person uh, uh, squatted in your property without your, without your knowledge, right? Does he have to compensate you or not? And it's on the, on the understanding that it's not for rent. Okay, Robert just checked up yesterday. We were talking that he's the LL flight. You can do an upgrade, right, in the middle of the of the of the of the, of the flight. So therefore, those flight those seats are still for rental until the plane is until you're off the plane, basically. So that's always for rental. Okay, so that's interesting to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now to let's dedicate the Shirin Shmot, all those soldiers who have died and families and people who have died in this war so far up to him. should be come back quickly, even though this Yechiel is playing with us. And uh, soldiers should be matzliach, and we should be successful. Okay, so shachur by Ravami. So they sent to Ravami to the Mishra Ravami a question, right? And the question was, like we said, right? What is the story? Rashi says all the way down to the bottom. Rashi shachur by Ravami laha bayit la asking this question. Zinev v'zeh lachaser mahu. So if he so 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 he answered. He says nuvachim ma asalo. What did he do to you? Uma chasron. What what did he what loss did he cause you? Uma is he come? What damage did he cause you? Because Rashi says, So according to Rabbi Ami, nothing. So why should he pay you? He never caused you any loss. He never cost you any money. What did he do to you? What do you want from the guy? The next question they also sent to Rabbi Chiyabar Abba. So Rabbi Chiyabar Abba Amar, He wasn't so absolute. He said, no, Rashi says, yeah, Let me think about it. So it took a while, obviously, and he hadn't given me an answer. Chaza shalchur kamed Rabbi Chia Barabi. Sent him another letter. The question again: What's the story? We're waiting for an answer. So Amar, so he says like this: Kula hai shaluchili vaasli. So when you're sending me so many questions, ilu eshkechay bay time. If I'd found a reason or an answer, lo shalachnu, I wouldn't have sent it to you. In other words, get off my boat. If I had an answer, I would have told you. You know, they haven't got an answer, don't know. So, so when it was uh, Rabbi Ami, it was pashut. Rabbi Chia Barabi wasn't pashut. The Gemara says like this: Itma machloket amoraim here between Rav Kahana and Rabbi Yochanan. And machloket amoraim, how do I understand Rabbi Yochanan? Okay, machloket amoraim, how do I understand Rabbi Yochanan? So Rav Kahana, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. I don't check the lot more loschay. I have to pay him, right? And Rabbi Abahu said that Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, sorry, I don't loschay. So machloket, how do I understand Rabbi Yochanan? So I'm a papa. Papa said as follows. He says, Hi, Rabbi Abahu. Rabbi Abahu said, You've got to pay. He quoted Rabbi Yochanan saying, You've got to pay. Right? He says, itma. He never heard that from Rabbi Yochanan himself. Look at Rashi. Rabbi Abahu Rabbi Yochanan. He never heard it from Rabbi Yochanan. Right? He, he, he concluded from something else that he heard. He drew conclusions over here that Rabbi Yochanan would say that you have to pay the money. What was that? There was a Mishnah, we went to the Mishnah, who brings the Mishnah over here, Mishnah Chagigin, Vav Metziah, Meila, Natal Even, or Korash El Hegdesh. We've seen this before a couple of times, by the way. Rashi says over here, Mefash Vesechet Meila, the Begizbar, as you know about the Gizbar, the Begizbar. Now remember, why is it relevant to the Gizbar? Because the Gizbar is the one who, when we say Gizbar, it's not the treasurer, it's not the bookkeeper sitting at the, cal- at the, at the table with the, with the cal- calculator. The Gizbar or the guys that ran the finance, in other words, they were the, they were the, the, the operators of the Mikdash. Okay, so they were, were buying and selling stuff for the Mikdash. They were looking over stuff. He could have been a storeman, 
Right, it's all under the category of the gizba. Anything that has to do with the running of the money, the finances, the buying, the setting, the keeping, the maintenance, the maintenance etc., is done by the gizba root of the Badamikdash. So the gizba, I think, let me just say, I think, that's that I've always understood it, but unless someone says specifically, I think it's that. Right? So here, this could have been the guy who's running the stores. So there's this beam of wood in the Badamikdash there, right? And it's his. He's looking after it for the Badamikdash. So what happens over here? The Mishnah says, Natal even Okrash Legdesh. That's not called Mila. Why is it not called Mila? Let's see why I explained what I said. That length expression of who I think the Gizbari is. Look at the very first wide lines Rashi at the bottom here. Because the fact that he took it now, it was always in his possession. Right? There's no Shinui. The fact that he's taken it, there's no Shinui. Uh, this, uh, yeah, someone asked about Rav Baruch. I just got a WhatsApp from Pnina now saying that Okay, so that's, uh, that's Baruch Hashem. I said, look, we also got a message this morning. That's why I asked you guys because you like messages we sent out this morning. Okay. Uh, so now, he says, once it was in the Gizbar's premise, it was his position. So the fact that he moves it from here to yeah, big deal. The Gizbar looks after the, uh, the no law ma'al. But what? Let's follow carefully now. But the Gizba now gives it to his friend who's not a Gizba. Right? He gives it to his friend who's not a Gizba. So now suddenly, what do we say here? The Me'ida's on the Gizba. Because he now got Hana'a from being able to give to his friend something which was Hegdesh. From the friend's point of view, he got it from the Gizba. He doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know it's Hegdesh. So the Me'ida is on the Gizba himself. Banale toch beito. But now if the Gizbar, right? Rashi says, yeah, the Gizbar, betoch beto, he built it into the wall of his house. He doesn't, not called Me'ila. When was it not called Me'ila? Ad sheyadur tachtea shave pruta. Until he actually lives underneath that beam and he gets hana'a of the value of shave pruta. At that moment that he gets the personal benefit, that's when it's called hana'a. Now, it's very important to point out over here, what does Rashi say? Vahu, Abba Shmuel, Vahu shehenicha al pi aruba. So Shmuel says he didn't actually build it into the walls like I said. He didn't set it in concrete into the, into the roof or whatever the case was. He just rested it over the chimney. Why is that relevant? Look at Rashi. Vahu shehenicha al pi aruba. Lo keva'a bebinyan. Didn't actually put it into the walls. Because then it would because it's not a shinu just by resting it, right? If he had taken that beam and built it into the walls, as he built it into the roof, it would already be called Hana, because it's holding up his roof. So the building already would have been called Hana. The fact that he never built it, he just took that beam and put it over the chimney, nothing happened to the beam. The beam is the same beam, and he's got no Hana for it because he could have all intense purpose just been storing it on, 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 the, on the roof. Only when he sits under it and gets protection from the from the from the from the elements, Hana, that's called Hana. That's why basically Russians and the Shmuels is coming to explain to us in the story the detail of why it isn't called Hana and Meila once he builds it into the wall. But if he had built it into the wall, it would be Meila straight away. That's Pasha. Okay, let's carry with our story. So how did Rav Huna understand? Right, how did Rav Huna Rabayu, sorry, understand Rabbi Yochanan over here that he said that there is Remember, he said that he would have to pay him back the money if he got Hana. So look what it goes on over here. So now, this whole story happened. 
Vayati Rabbi Abahu Kam Rabbi Yochanan. He was sitting there. Ukamar Mishmaid Shmuel. And now he said in the name of Shmuel, right? Zotomeret Hadar Bechatzer Chaveiro. In other words, what do we see over here? Right? That, uh, that, uh, that I think that Rabbi Abahu said, I think it's Rabbi Abahu, it might have been Rabbi Yochanan, I think it's Rabbi Abahu, see the moment, what? He says, Saviati Rabbi Abahu, come Rabbi Yochanan, Uka'ama Mishmael Shmuel, and he was saying in front of Shmuel, Zotomet, in other words, if, if that's what Shmuel says, that he shenicha api arubai, put it on the chimney, and then he got hana'a, hadar bechatzer chaveiro shlomi dato, tarikh lahalot lo sachar, so, so Rabbi Abba says, ah, if that's the case, what Shmuel said, that when, he, when that it wasn't built into the wall, it was on top of the chimney, and now he was sitting under the chimney. So Hegdesh, so to speak, don't know that the, that, the, uh, that, the, that the wood is there. And he sat underneath it and got Hana'ah, right? And there it's Me'ila. So if it was your friend, you'd have to pay him because Me'ila is like using Hegdesh for free. And Hegdesh never knew that you were using it. So if Hegdesh never knew you were using it, you over on Me'ila, so if we compare Hegdesh to a person, then a person not knowing that you were using it, you have to pay him. Everybody clear with that? Right? That's what he says. Veshatakle. And Rabbi Yochanan never said anything. So Rabbi Abahu said, ah, why is he keeping quiet? Because he agrees with me. And therefore Rabbi Abahu said, and Rabbi Yochanan, if you got Hana from your friend's stuff without him knowing, you have to pay him for it. And the Gemara says, Ve'i'ihu savar, so Rabbi Abahu thought the fact Rabbi Yochanan kept quiet, he was agreeing with him. However, he says, that's not the case at all. Rabbi Abahu didn't pay attention to what Rabbi had said. Right? When Hegdesh doesn't know that you're using it, is equal to Kehediot Midat Ami. He's like Hedjot Midad, like a friend who does know. Why is Hegdesh when he doesn't know like a friend who does know? Because who does Hegdesh belong to? To Akash Baruch Hu. Akash Baruch Hu has everything. So he doesn't know. Well, there's Me'ila because you hid it from a God. <laughs> there's Hegdesh, there's Me'ila because he knows. Right? Look at, uh, look at this Rashi over here. Uh, there's a Rashi over here from Bava Metziah. In Yikut Rashi, if you go to Yikut Rashi, the very first one on Davkaf Alpha Amun Aleph. Inside column. I said like The Torah tells you, Hashem tells you, ever going to get me? So that's on the contrary. So Rabbi Abahu thought that Rabbi Yovachan kept quiet. He was agreeing with him that ah, Hegdesh never knew, and Hegdesh doesn't know, like a person doesn't know, and therefore you got to pay, you have a meal, you got to pay Hegdesh. Rabbi Yochanan said, What are you talking about? I don't agree with that. Hegdesh knows. So Hegdesh is on the contrary. Hegdesh is like your friend knowing. So we can't bring any proof of it from Rabbi Abbao. What, Robert? It's irrelevant. I don't understand why it's even a relevant uh, you know, situation because the Hegdesh loses. In the example of the Gemara, the guy who owns the uh, property. Well, you saying you say zelo chaser. You saying we hear hegdish is chaser, but maybe hegdish isn't chaser. Maybe it doesn't lose because that's why Shmuel came along and said that he just put it on top of the chimney. He didn't actually build it in. You can now pick it up and bring it back to the Amidash. Hegdish never lost anything. If you built it into the wall, you're hundred percent right, and then everybody agrees you would have got over Amidash straight away. But that's my, the detail in the story is that he just left it on the piaruba and didn't actually build any construction in it, but just leaving it there. So you might, maybe he was storing it there, maybe the gizbar, that's where he stored the wood. And now because he got Hana'ah from it, that was his Aveira. 
Right, now he takes it back to the office. You know, like you brought, uh, I don't know, you brought a laptop home from work just to, uh, just to look after. So, I mean, I think that's, I think that's, that, 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 otherwise you're right. That's the only way to explain it. If you look at the Tosfat over here. Can I just ask, can I just ask, we said that if the Gizbar uh, keeps it himself, this is, is Pato. If he gives it to somebody else, then the Gizbar is higher. And if the other person gets benefit from it, is the Gizba Chayev and the other person? The other person is not Chayev, the other person is not Chayev, the other person is not Chayev. The Gizba, it's as if the Gizba was Kone from Hegdesh. And therefore, once he so gave it... Of, so both of them take Mida? No, I don't think so. I think only the Gizba. No, if, if, the, if the other person puts it in his house. But I don't think so, because the other person never knew it was Hegdesh even. It wasn't Hegdesh or the other person. I think that once the, other, once the Gizba gives it to him as if he was Kone out of Hegdesh, he's now Chayev to Hegdesh. But the guy who got it, unless he knows, look, if they conspired and they know, and he says, that, he didn't take it from Exactly. He died as a gift. Yeah, from exactly. So he's, he's, not his, he's not his problem. It became, it's all the Gizbar's problem. Okay, so let's carry on. There's a Tosfat over here, which I, I don't know how relevant it is, but it says over here, Tosfat explains the Russian special culture, the Da'at Shechina Ika. You see that? That there's the Shechina has got Da'at. And he's got a bit of a difficulty with the kasher, the shlomi da'at to love, da'at ke'ele urchei, the milta naka, he says, not really so soon, just the way the story is told, who I didn't, me da'at ere nir'ah, says, what is he, so Tosfat's got like a fine tuning on this explanation, he says, ele nire kehedyot mi da'at dami, what does it mean when we say kehedyot mi da'at dami, that it's like hedyot knowing, klomar de da'at shechina ika, shelo yehene adam belo me'ila. Okay, so he, he says that, that the data of the Shechina exists in the sense that a person shouldn't get hana from Hashem stuff without Meila. I'll be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure of like what, what the nuance is that that, that, that Tosfot sort of saying over here. But yeah, as far as Rashi is concerned, even he agrees that Rashi is saying Pashut, that the Shechina understood it. And that's really the way we're doing it. Okay. So going to Shalach le Rabbi Abba Bar Zabda le Mar Bar Mar. Le Mar Bar sends him a question. He says, buy me now. He says, ask me Ravuna. So Rabbi Abba Bar Zabda sent to Mari Bar Mar and said, please ask me Ravuna. Right? And this question, the same question we've been asking all the time. Do you have to pay him or not? That's the question that he asks him. Right? Ask Ravuna, please, if you can. In the meantime, sad story. Before you can ask the question, Ravuna died. Okay, so I'm going to Bar Ravuna. So Rabbi Bar Ravuna. So you see, Ravuna named his son Rabbi. Right, so Rabbi Baravuna he says, uh, This is what my father would have told me in the name of Rabbi. He says, You don't have to compensate him. See, it's amazing actually how many people you'll see. They look at the very first Rashi, and Rashi points out this is another thing that Abba Mari said. Okay, look back in the Gemara, he says, says, And if you rented a house from Ruben, you've got to pay the rental to Shimon. So now Rashi helped us to say, and these are the two things that Rabbi, Mar, Rabbi, Rabbi Bar, Bar Rav Hunet said, in the name of his father, in the name of Rav. Right, so the Gemara asked the question on the second thing, what do you mean you rented from Ruben, you're going to pay to Shimon? Shimon, my avid, what's Shimon doing in the picture? You rented from Ruben, why are you paying Shimon? He says, this was Nimza Habayt Shal Shimon. Turned out that Ruben rented you somebody else's house. Okay, so uh, these things happen all the time, right? So he said, Ma'ale Loscha, you got to pay. So the Gemara says, Nitarte. So that's a bit of a steer over here, right? Because you rented a house from Ruvain, who actually turned out to be Shimon's house, which means Shimon never knew. And now you've got to go and pay Shimon's schar. But when you squatted in somebody else's house and they never knew, you have to pay them schar. So why isn't when, you, when Ruvain rents you out Shimon's house, it's like squatting in Shimon's house without Shimon knowing? Why do you have to pay Shimon? 
That's the Gemara's question. That's the Gemara said, "Had the camel agre, had no camel agre." You're right. There are different cases. The house that Reuven rented out actually belonged to Shimon. Shimon wanted to rent out. That was the house he was renting out at the time. Reuven just came and tried to steal it from him. But the case of the Gemara, where we said in, where, where, where Rav was saying, "Well, you have to pay the guy rental." That's the house it wasn't for rent. No, we know that, right? If the house is for rent, you always got to pay the rent, right? It by Nami Gemara says, "Machlo Amar Vichir Amir Amirav, Amir Amar Vichir Amirav Huna." Hadav Chatzchem Shlomidato Elu Chir Lalot Tzuloschab. It's the same story. We've got a, a shmaitet over here. Rabbi Chia Bar Avin, and also the name of Rab. If you if you squat in your friend's house, he has to know you have to pay him. You don't have to pay him. On the other hand, vasocher bayu bina ha'ir malis chalu ba'alim. But if you rented a house from ba'le ha'ir, that means like from the 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 municipality, right? You'd have to pay the owner the rent. So the Gemara asks the same question. Ba'alim, my what what are the ba'alim doing here? So it says ba'alim. You, in the end, you discover that they actually were owners. The municipality originally never knew, I don't know, they never knew or they were, I don't know, also Ganovim. But then you discover they actually were private owners of the house, you've got to pay them the owners of the house. It says again, is it a stira? If the owners never knew, so then what do you care? It says, no. Okay, same story. So now comes the Gemara again, brings Rab. We've seen now it's Rab, a couple of times here on, on, on the source for this. So it comes along a couple of Gemara's of Rav, and we don't have to pay the money, and now Rav gives the source why. So I said this is the very beginning of the year, right? Look at this, it says, what's the reason? Mishum Shenemar. Quite a passage of Yeshaya. Nishar Ba'ir Shama. Right? And this is, Ushia Yukat Sha'ar. Sha'ir will damage the gates. That's a little Rashi over here. Rashi's over here, this Rashi is uh, quite a lot high up. It's about the fifth or sixth narrow lines of Rashi at the top. It says, Shinema Ushia Yukat Shah. It says, Shed Shesho Shmo Shia. There's a demon, his name's Shia. Mechatet Shar Bait Shain Bene Adam Darinbo. He chops down the gates. He damages the uh, people's houses are uh, 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 unoccupied, vacant houses. The Hilchach. Therefore, Zeshia Madbo, the guy that was squatting in your house, he never actually did you a favor because he kept this, uh, this demon at arm's length. Protected your house from him. Rashi brings another lashon. He brings another lashon. Rashi lishna achrina. Ba'itu shaui ve'yachid me'en adam a house that is 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 sort of shaui desolate ve'yachid me'en adam hasn't got anybody occupied. You cut shar mezikin mekatetinoto. So I love dafka shade. Could be a mezik. Could also be something of shade. People maybe. But we all know when your houses are left empty, squatters come in, and uh, depending which country you're in, sometimes you come back after a year and you haven't got a house left. They took all the bricks even. And in some countries, they only break your windows. And they do put graffiti in, the, in your lounge and they set light fires in your bedroom. Whatever. Okay? Whatever. So he says, Amar Mar Baravashi, Ledidi Chazile. Ravashi says, I've seen this shed. Kondrashi's right. Umingach Kitor, and he goes like an ox. Okay? So now Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef Amar, he's got a slightly different take on it. He says, why? He says, Beta Meyatva Yativ. Now, Beta Meyatva Yativ means a Bait Meyushav is Yashuv. Right? A settled house is the Rashi Savia, Bait Shu Meyushav, but Dirat Ben Adam, Yativ Yashuvu Yashuvo Kayam, Lefi She Hadarin Betochor, or In Mashu Tarik, or Betaknoto. What he means over here is, the first answer, which we had according to Rav, was that demons come and they're particular demons. And Yosef says that when a house has got people in it, they see what the problems are, they're always fixing up your house. 
which is also true, by the way. It's one of the biggest problems. People who have like holiday homes that are never there, they haven't got a guy who goes on a regular basis. They come after a year and their water doesn't work and their leaks and the plumbing and electricity, etc. It's a well-known problem. So no, nothing chadash yet. It's all right. So the Gemara says, what's enough good between these two answers, between Rav of the demons and Rav Yosef of the guys looking after your house for you? It says, It says, It will be depending if you use the house as a story. Rashi says, For Tevin, for, for, right? It says, It says, It says, If you're using it to store your wood there and your, and your Tevin and your, and your, and your, and your, store, and your uh, wheat, etc. So the one guy is going and coming all the time so the shading won't be there. But he's not actually living in the house to see what's happening going wrong with the plumbing. So according to Rabbi Yosef, the shady might not be there, but the hostel isn't fixed. So Rabbi Yosef would prefer people, he says that's why his reason. And, the, and according to Rabbi, if, you, if you're storing there, the shady might be there. So according to Rabbi, just by storing, using the room, the, the, the backyard as a storeroom, you're keeping the shady out. According to Rabbi Yosef, you haven't really prevented any problems because you aren't going into the house, you aren't living there, you aren't seeing what's going on. That's really enough to do things. But however you look at it, right, there seems to be, there are some advantages to having squatters, right, if they're responsible. Keep the guys maintaining your house, according to yourself. If he's just, uh, he doesn't care, letting it fall apart, and he's not really too, too, too concerned about the state of the house, who would help you. But if the guys are fine schmeck and he treats the house like his own, so then let them stay there. Let them stay there. So they go to the story over here, this guy who built a, pot, a castle in Apanda, like a nice, beautiful home, on the, on the top of it, Akil Kelata, he says, Ashpa. So uh, he built a beautiful house on the rubbish dump of, that belonged to orphans. They owned a rubbish dump and they built orphans. It's actually relevant. There's a piece of ground in the Tanya just north. What's it called? The Erosim, right? You know that, you know that Shmurata Erosim? So just north of Shmurata Erosim, there's a big piece of ground there which is known as the Mizbala. That was the rubbish dump of the Tanya for many, 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 many years. If you've been past there recently, you'll see that they've got like, big machines that have been cleaning out the sand. I don't know, for about 10, 10 years. And it's going to be one of the most beautiful developments in the Tanya, really. That's not going to be the prime place on the rubbish dumps. So yeah, this guy was a couple of thousand years ahead of Miriam Feiberg, right? So uh, he says, He took it away. Rav Nachman confiscated it. So look at Rav Nachmanel over here. He says, so the, okay, no, actually, actually the Gemara explains itself inside the Gemara. So he says, uh, so, is this proof to our Gemara that he built, he wasn't paying, the, he didn't compensate the, the orphans, and therefore that's why Rabbi took it away from him? There was this tribe of people called Karmanai, Rashi Shem Umar, or Kadmonai, says originally they were, they were sitting there, and they used to pay a small amount of money to the orphans. They paid something. So when this guy over here that built the 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 the, 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 the castle there, and they said to him, "Go pay the orphans," he didn't listen. He took it away from him. So it's not not necessarily our story, just an our story. Okay, the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. Said in the Mishnah, right? We said that there are certain circumstances where you pay for Hanaa. Remember, in the shop or at the shop or in the street or at the street in, on the side of the street in the in the Rishon Rabbim. So, so the bottom line is the answer to the whole suya is, is that, that you wouldn't have to pay. If one person loses and another person doesn't, or doesn't doesn't lose Does anything, it, then you don't have, you don't have to. Event, you don't have to pay. Well, that's from Shachin Gemara. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if anyone's got a stanzalt and they can just tell us what if there's a stanzalt written there. 
that he's, he's got a stand on Steve. He does what the stand what Ramam says, where he quotes the Ramam there. But clearly, I agree with Robert. From Ab Gamora, it seems 100%. If Zenehenev, Zelo Chaser, you have to make him pay. Let's hear what Steve has to say. There's various different halachas. No one halacha on that. I think there might be, unless I've missed it. Okay. Well, okay. We'll, 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 we'll check up. We'll, we'll come back with an answer tomorrow. Watch the spot for tomorrow. Okay. So go back into our Mishnah. We said there that. Uh, uh, if, he, if he had got hana, he has to come with his anoa. If he ate in the rechava, so then mishlebe mashenet. Mitzidei rechava, rechava is like mishlebe rabbi. Mitzidei rechava is really more like the private place. So then mishlebe mashenizik, he had to compensate full damages. Pidach from the from the from the from the, the door of the shop. What he got hana from, but in the shop he has to pay full damages. So there's a difference. It went to Shurabim and you put to be there and you caused damage, you've got to pay for what your hana was. Because you can't get benefit from somebody if they lost out without coming, just leave that now, right? That was the case of Zen and Eva Zechaser. If my animal ate your food, so I saved money now having to buy my animal for food, and you lost food, so you were Chaser and I was Nehene, I've got to pay for the high value of the Hana'a. But if it's in a place where it's a private place, or it's where, where, where the nezek is, is, is chayev, then you pay full damages, not only what, your, what, your, what the damages are worth to you. So the Gemara asked the question, how do you pay a mash in the So we talk about a case over here. What's mechazeret? If you look at Rashi, he says, mechazeret, rasha mirechava letzidei shirechava v'achle peirot. It says the animal was standing in the Rechava Shurabim and turned its head to the Tzidei, to the side of the Shurabim, which is already more like a Shurayachi, where he's not allowed to be. It says, Katani Maditi, the Meshalemit Masha, his Zika, Afagav, the Kula Kavim Rechava. Even though the animal standing in the Rechava, according to Rab, the fact that he turned his head and ate off the, the, uh, the side of the Shurabim, his Chai. Where do we see a similar thing? So similar idea, the animal was in a public place and he was still Chayev. Where was that? Come on. Come on, come on. We ate off the back of the other guy's animal, remember? The two animals were walking Shtarabim and he ate off the back of his animal. Even though he was standing Shtarabim, it was called Shtarabim because it was the animal off the animal's back. He had food on the back of the animal. So you see the same thing. Even you stand in Shtarabim, the fact that the act takes place in not in Shtarabim, you can still be chayat. That's the case. That's the case over here. Right? I'm going to have so Shmuel, I'm going to have a Shmuel says, no, even in Shtarabim, why? Rashi has the Lashon Petura. He says, says, what do you mean? The guy standing in Shurabim. And Shen B'Shurabim is Patur. Ah, so he ate. That's what animals do. They move their heads around from side to side. That's what that's what Rabbi Shmuel. So the Gemara said, The Mishnah clearly said that there is a time when you chayv even for the Hana'ah. So how would you be chayv? She says, Kagon de Shaf Vak Shafketele Rachava, Vazdavakam is Rachava. He says, No, Shmuel said, Where were you, Rechayev? When you actually left the Rachava and you moved, the animal went into the side and ate on the side in, in, in the Tzirah Shrab. Then you Rechayev. The Gemara said, Vikram Matlava Shmaitim Apanafsha. Some learn this Machlok of Jabba Shmuel. Nothing with our Mishnah. Not an answer to our Mishnah of Kate said, What does the Mishnah mean? But a simple, but it's just a Shmaitim on its own. That's like his, right? Mechazeret, if the animal was standing in Rechava and moved his head to the side and ate on the Tzirah Shrabim, Rabbi Marachayevit, Shmuel says, Ptura. The Moshe said, Shmuel, Mishlevit, Mashe Zika. So then, when the Mishnah said that he causes damage and he pays, how would he find it? The Mechayevit, how would he ever have it? 
says Gekon Shafti Rukhava, Vazla Kama Vakama Bitsina Rukhava. Okay. So yeah, it's the same idea of just one's discussion about our Mishnah and one's talking about everybody clear with the Mahloket? Right? Everybody clear with me? Everybody happy? Right? Clifford? Yes or no? No, if done, let's stop again. Stop, let's stop. Listen. We've got our Mishnah said our Mishnah said that there's certain circumstances, times when you'll pay only what your benefit was, which is less than what the damage that you caused. Let's say that your animal ate barley, right? And the barley, I don't know, is worth 100 shekels a kilo and you ate 10 shekels of, of barley. But you would never feed your animal barley. You would have fed your animal hay. So that 10 kilos of barley that he ate, you would have fed him the equivalent of 10 kilos of hay. And the barley cost 100 shekels a kilo, but hay cost you 3 shekels a kilo. So really you, the, the value of the damage to you was 30 shekels. So according to that, in Rishut Arabim, you'd pay 30 shekels. In today Rishut Arabim, you'd have to pay 300 shekels. Right? Because you shouldn't be in Rishut Arabim. That's not where animals are meant to be. It's just not, it's not patur. So if he's not patur from Nezek, the Hana'a is, is, not, is not relevant. He is only irrelevant. If, he, if, he is, sorry, if he's patur from Nezek, then you've got his compensation for the Hana'a. If he's not patur from Nezek, you pay for the whole Nezek. And in, in today Rishut he's not patur from Nezek. So you're going to pay the whole Nezek. Clear? Everybody you happy? So now Rav says, so now Rav says, our Mishnah, or not our Mishnah, when the animal standing in Shtar Rabbi, and he turns his head to Tzidah Shtar Rabbi, even though he's standing there, but he damage is caused in, in, on the Tzidah Shtar Rabbi, he pays full Nezek. Shmuel says, no, what do you want? The animal standing in Shtar Rabbi. Mutar, the most he can pay is he pays Hanah. So the Gemara says, well, when would Shmuel then say that he pays Nezek? He says, when? When the animal moved to Tzidah Shtar Rabbi. Okay? Everybody happy? Clearer, right? All right. So, so, so now the Gemara makes the matter of Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. Also, Kashi on Rav. So, Rav, what about me? Petach Hachanut. If you in the Petach Hachanut at the at the opening of the door, the Mishnah says B'Shalom and Mashe Nehenet. You only pay what you get Hana from, and we said when you in the shop, you pay full damages. Remember, but if you outside the shop, you only pay the Hana. So, Hechi Mishkachad La. So, what's the case of here? Pshitu de Bemchazeret. Isn't that a case with animals standing in Rabim? And he leans over into the door of the shop, into the door of the shop, because the door of the shop faces the Shtarabim, correct? Right? So, right? And, and yeah, what do we say? Uka'amar, Mashe Nehenet. Mashe Nehenet in Mashe Zikilo. Rav said, when you're standing in Shtarabim and you turn your head to Shtarabim, what do you do? You pay full damages. Here, Amishta says, when you're standing, when you eat in the outside of the shop, at the entrance of the shop, you only pay the Hana'a that you got. Wait a second. Where's the opening of the shop? The opening of the shop faces Shurabim. Where's the animal standing? He must be standing in Shurabim. And he puts his head in the petach of the shop. Petach of the shop is like Tzidei Shurabim. And he's standing Shurabim. And Rabbi said a moment ago that he's Chayev full damages. The Mishnah seems to only Chayev the value of the benefit that he got. Question clear? Right? So the Gemara says, no, no, no. Who motivla, who mefarikla? The Gemara says over here, this was Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak asked the Kasha. He gave the answer. He says, what's the answer? The Kaima Bekerin Zavit. It's actually standing in a little bit of a corner. What does it mean in a corner? Look at Rashi. That the shop was in a corner. Look at the diagram. See the diagram in Rashi? There's a Mavoy Gadol and a Mavoy Katan. Can you see that? And the shop is like standing in the corner there. You can see the shop is got its opening into the Mavoy Katan. There's a little Mavoy. Obviously, it goes into Shtarabim, and there's a Mavoy, and that little Mavoy leads off into the big Mavoy. Right? And the shop is standing there. And it's a little bit 
פולדת, וכשנכנסה בהמה במבוי גדול לקטן, פגע בפיירות מיד דרך חילוכה, דלאו מחזר, דלאו צעד הפר, דלאו צעד המשתסיס, אני חייב הנאה. It wasn't standing in the Shtarebim. The animal was walking from Mavoy Gadol to Mavoy Katan, and he's walking there, and Tokedai Hilucha, during walking, he came across the opening of the shop, and he ate. So it's not a case of Mechazeret. So it's not a Kashyat to Rav. Everybody got that? It's very, okay. Right? Ikedamri, some say like this. The Yashomim, Mechazeret, Kula Amalop, Ligid, Chayvet. Even Shmuel would agree that Chayav and Mechazeret. So what's the machlok? We've got another that the machlok is a different machlok altogether. Not about machlok. Everybody agrees that the elbow stands to Rabbi and he leans his head across and he eats. Even Shmuel would agree you chayv. So what's the machlok? The machlok is about this. A guy has a property and he's got a big, f- and, and, and there's a, a, a street. Now he moves his fence. Instead of putting his fence on the border, on the boundary line between his property and the street, he puts his fence slightly in. So what happens now? A bit of his property, really, for all intents and purposes, now becomes part of Rishon Arabim, correct? Right? That's what he says here. He says, Ki pligi b'makce makom yishuto Rishon Arabim. V'achir, and this is the sugya. Amarav, lo shanem mechazeret, avam makce makom yishuto Rishon Arabim. If it's mechazeret, says Rav, then he be chayev on the Rishon But if it was in Rishuto, right? But if it's in, right? Makce makom yishuto Rishon Arabim, then he's petura. Then the guy's patu, because it's not really Rishut Arabim, this Tzidrab. The fact that the guy increased his field over there, now I damaged your stuff. Well, you invited me into your field by making your field part of Rishut Arabim. So why am I chayev, right? Ushmuel says, no. Even if it was my spot, but it becomes Rabbi, you'd still be chayev causing damages to me over there. So Gemara says, maybe this is the machlok between Shmuel and Rav. Because now Shmuel is being more machmi than Rav over here, right? So it says, maybe this is the machlok. What's the machlok? There's a din over here of a bor. What's a bor bishuto? If you created a, a dug a bor in your property, okay? Now it's not a bor bishuto, it's a bor in your private place. Right? Rav, the Amar Patur, Kesavar, bor bishuto chayev. Rav says that you patur. Why you patur? Because he would say that if you dug a bor in your reshut, you chayev. So if you made, you were makhtseh this, you gave up sort of your place to the shtarabib, it's as if you dug a bore in your reshut, and you chayev, so if you chayev, wow, and, and damage was caused to you, you're responsible, not me. Everybody following that? It's reverse logic over here now. Right, because now, it's actually your space, and you dug the bore, you put your foot outside there, so you basically dug the bore, you, you, you're inviting the damage. Right? And Shmuel, Bishut Achayev, Shmuel Damar Achayev, Shmuel says, you chayev in a bor, because I have a bor bishut or patur. Right? He says that in this case, look at Rashi, Shmuel Savar Patur, the animal that ate the fruits, because when you dug the boar, you allowed to dig the boar. Because you patur dig the boar, you are shut. So Shmuel says, you are allowed to dig a boar, even if it's your own shut, if it's public space. And therefore, when you chayv, I'm patur. And Shmuel, and Shmuel says that you are allowed to dig the bore in your private place, even though public people come there. You patur, if you patur, I do the damage, and I'm chayv. Okay, that's the reverse. So Amalach Rav, so now Rav, now according to this over here, Rav says that the bore bishuto, right, is you chayv, therefore I'm patur. So Amalach Rav, let's say, no, Oma Amalach, ba'alme bore shuto patur. Rav says, as a rule, if you dig a bore bishuto, you patur, wa'a luka rashid lo chayv, etore elal le bore bishuto rabbi. Because you only chayv shurabi, but here's a different case. 
The Amma love called Kamina because who you the Makavet Lau Le Paradechas you can't put your food close to Shterabim or Mechayevet Lau Le Torah make my 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 Borchayev. That's what Rav said. That's the reason. It's love that because of that Machloket. Even Shmuel might even agree that normally you patur, right? You patur, not that you Chayev. But in this particular case, who are you to go now and in sort of uh, not incite? What's the word when you uh, lefatot? To entice, thank you. Right, entice my bull. By you putting your stuff there, not having your fence there, you're enticing my bull. So I'm responsible, you're responsible. Right? Ushmuel, Amar, and Shmuel, and Laka, Shmuel, but I'm a Bosh Lechai, but Shmuel might even say different. Not that Shmuel says Patur. Shmuel says that normally you hide in putting a, a, a borb in your own shoot. Why? But a boar is different to fruits. The beast of a boar, it can make my lava date. Because on a boar, when the animal falls into your boar, we can say he never, why would he expect the boar to be there? So you chayev. But in a parrot, when there are fruits over there, me can make my lava date. Well, you can tell me that the ox never knew. He sees your fruits. Everyone can see your fruits. So in a case like that, the ox would be chayev because he, he can see what's happening and he went and he ate them and he's chayev. So basically, that's not. Uh, and now we go back to Lamin Machazeret. The Gemara goes back now to Akash. Lamin Machazeret. Let's say this machlo, original machlo to Rabbi Shmuel, but the animal standing to Rabbi and turning his head to the side and eating is actually a machlo Tanai. Tanai. The Tanya achle mitocharuchava. If he ate while he was in the middle of the square, Rabbi Mishael Mashiach ate. He only pays Mashiach the benefit that he got, right? But mitzidaruchava mishalemet Mashiach zika. On the if he eats on the sides, he pays full damages. Why? Because that's already not 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 his reshut. He shouldn't be there. It's not urche. It's not mutar. And who is that? Divari Mei Rabbi Yehuda. On the other hand, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Lazar, Umrim, ain't dark lechol ele lahalech. You aren't meant to be eating in Rishon Rabbi, you're only meant to be walking. Right? So, uh, so, so, so the Gemara seems to say, but, but basically, if you look at it for a moment, Rabbi Yosef is saying, you shouldn't be eating, you should only be walking. Which means what? If you did eat, then what? If you did eat, if you aren't meant to be eating, you're meant to be walking, Rabbi, you did eat then, Chayev. So there's no machlokim between Tanakam and Rabbi Yossi. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yossi, Hainu Tanakam. Both of them agreeing that you Chayev. So you're trying to pitch a machloket over here. Where's the machloket? Rabbi Yossi also says you shouldn't be walking, you shouldn't be eating. So it was the Elam Chazeret, what's the machloket? Chazeret. Exactly that. Walking to Rabbi and turning your head. Ikebenai. Tanakam and Sabra Chazeret, Nami Mishu Mashe Nehenet. Rabbi Tanakam is more lenient. He says that the Mechazeret, he says, walking Shlarabi, he pays what Hanaha he got, right? And Mitzidah and, Rechavah, and, and, uh, he pays damages. But if he's walking in Shlarabi and he just turns his head, according to Tanakama, that's also called being in the Rechavah. Rabbi Yossi says, no. Rabbi Yossi Savar, which says, all you should be doing in the Shlarabi is walking, not turning your head. Turning your head is already Asur. So Tadakama says that if you're in the Rechavah, you pay only what you got benefit from. If you're in the Tzidei Rishtarabim, then you pay full damages. And what does he mean full damages? You have to be standing in the Tzidei Rishtarabim. If you're standing in the Rishtarabim, in the Rechavah, you only pay what you damage. Rabbi Yossi says, no. He says, the only right that you have to be in Rishtarabim, in the Rechavah, is to walk. Anytime you eat, even if you're turning your head, you, 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 you chayev, Right? The Gemara said, no, 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 that's not true. The Kulam Mechazeret, everybody says Mechazeret. 
And is the Machloket here, the Sabbath of Rabbi Shmuel, in our Mishnah here between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir, and Tanakama is the Machloket all together. The question is, are you eating in somebody else's field? That's the whole Machloket. We need Be'er Bizde Acher to be Chayev. You only Chayev Shen in somebody else's field. Look at Rashi. Rabbi Yossi says, that if you're in the Rechava, right, okay, Mar Savar Ubi'er Bishta Acher Ve'lal Bishta Rabim, Tanakama, Umar Savar Ubi'er Bishta Acher Ve'lo Bishut HaMazik. You see that? Rabbi Yossi's got a different take on Be'er Bishta Acher. Be'er Bishta Acher contra Rabbi Yossi has a massive chidush. First time we've seen this. Rabbi Yossi says, what does it mean Be'er Bishta Acher? You just can't be in your own chatzer. Be'er Bishta Acher means not in yours. It doesn't mean dafke in somebody's. So even Rishut Rabim, as far as Rabbi Yossi is concerned, vis-a-vis you, is called Steacher. Shabbi Meir, over here, and who was Rabbi Meir? Was Rabbi Meir, and who were the two of them? Quickly help me there. It was Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yudah. So they would say, Steacher means it's somebody else's. When we had a Miyuchad, we actually learned to the Mishnah already, by the way, that it had to be Miyuchad, it belonged to somebody. Or maybe that was the fruit, I don't remember. Right? And Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi says, no, Steacher means not mine. That's what he means over here. Uh, so the Gemara says over here, but we don't need a chirush for birshta mazik. If you come into my field and my animal causes you damage, what is your animal doing in my field to begin with? That, that's pashut. You're right, that's not the machloket. Rabbi Yossi doesn't say that that means. The Gemara chucks that out quickly. We had a pasuk for that. It's pasuk, says the Gemara, that if you come into my, into my yard and my animal causes damage to your produce, I'll tell you what, what or to your animal, and what your animal doing in my yard. That's pasuk, I'm not I need a pasuk. That's not piste acher. Right? Piste acher means that you patu in Shut Rabbim. So the Gemara says, you're right. Ele de ilfa Rabbi Oishia. The machlok between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi is with ilfa Rabbi Oishia. Remember that Rabbi said that Amar ilfa leel behemeshe pashtat savarav achlam al gabe chaverta chayevit. The ilfa said when the animals walk in shtarabim and he leaned over and ate off the back of the animal. Ilfa said you be chayev. But Rabbi Yossi the Amar behema hakofetzet vachlam mitoch hakupa chayevit. And Rabbi Yossi only if he's jumping. Remember, not just leaning. It has to be jumping. It has to be a shinu because then it's caring, etc. That would be the machlok over there. I don't want to go into that now. That's the story. Let's quickly try and catch up over here and finish. Uh, and finish the, 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 this, 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 uh, this Amur Abiyah. HaKelevagdi. So now we're coming to jumping. Okay, that was the introduction to jumping. Yeah, the master go read right into it. HaKelevagdi, a dog or a goat, shekafzo mirosha gag, they jumped off the roof, veshavuot ha-kelev, and they landed, they jumped off the roof, they landed, landed on your, on, on, on your furniture underneath it. You, you're right. So it says, Meshalem Nezek, they pay full Nezek, wa'am ibn shem mu'adim, because that's mu'ad. We know the animals, dogs and goats, so they jump off the roof. Right? We talk about in the Shlach Nizak, they jumped off my roof into your, into your garden and they broke your stuff. They, 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 they are Mu'adim Beregil. Now, I, I can't help not mentioning this, but I got a late friend, Russell, like some of you might have known him, who, uh, he died many years ago, unfortunately. But he used to always say, we used to drive on long journeys together, he said, be careful of goats. He says, because goats jump into the street. I don't know, I always say, be careful of goats. Because goats 
shoot or jump. They don't walk. Goats jump into the street. They, uh, they had a word for it. I think dart or bolt or I don't know what it is. Okay. So, anyhow, so that's the that's look of a goat to there or a dog. Now, we saw this mission as well the other day. If a dog took a piece of like a pitta which had some coals on it, like he went to a pile of grains and he ate the pitta. In the meantime, he did the, 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 the pile of grains there caught a lot. On the coals, on the, on the pit, he pays the shalem, because that was shen. Because that was sorry, he pays half damages. Okay, the Gemara says now, back to our first case. So, ah, while they time at the kafzo, because they jumped. Ha, naflu, if the animal had fallen off the roof, be patu, because that's not a case of muad. Animals aren't muad to fall. That's honest, right? Alma says the Gemara. This is a massive sugya throughout Rosh So if, if things start of a pshia, now what's the start of a pshia? There's your poshaya for your dog or your goat going to the roof with the possibility of falling onto my furniture and breaking it. But in the end, what really happened? The sofoba honest. So the seems to say, he has a proof that if things start off as pshia and end up with honest, you patur. So that's good to the side of the Machloke. The Shikamoy will get to that on. That works well according to the Machloke. He says that this is real. Why is it the reason? Because he started with Pshia, he was negligent, and then he became honest. He was against his uh, unfortunate. What? Is, is the reason that the dog or the, the goat is Muad is because you, you took him onto the roof? No, the, the dog by definition is Muad to jump. Off a roof, and the goats are whatever you want If you put them on the on the roof, you can be rested. They're going to jump, and that's why you so were a poshaya. You were negligent. You negligent. Right? That's the pshia, right? And the man number but according to the machloket there, we'll see later on. Who says that even in a case where the the soft was was honest, as long as it started with pshia, you still chayev. So then, Mike, remember how come here you patur? The Gemara says, "Kegon de mekarve kelim legabe kotel." Here you you be patur. Why in a case where? But you, you had originally made the kalim close to the wall. Now, how does it help when the kalim are close to the wall? Because when a dog or goat jumps off the roof, it doesn't jump like abseil down the wall. It jumps a bit off the wall. So if this stuff was close up against the wall, it would be safe. You weren't going to damage it. Right? The chikafte bekvitze, lo nafle alay, wouldn't fall in it. Vafilu tchilato bepshia like Even the pshia, you haven't got pshia now because you took into account that the dog might jump or fall. And therefore, you move the furniture so it wouldn't break it. You know what? Sometimes, even when they would, when, if he would fall, you'd also be chayev. It was a bad wall. Right? It was a shaky wall. Right? So then you should have, then you negligent. Why? Because you should know that the wall's going to fall. But the Gemara said, I don't understand. But soft, soft. But in the wall didn't fall. He fell. So he says, you're right. Oh. And so that is Tchilat of a Pshiyav. So for honest, why are you Chayev? So he says, Lord Chikha is what? But Kotel Tsar. Talking about a case of a narrow wall. What do you mean by Kotel Tsar? Look at Rashi. Shema'akea Gag Tsar. The parapet around the roof, right? The fence on the roof was very narrow. V'dachuk. Right? And, 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 and therefore, and, and tight. Squashed. V'kihinachem Roshachem. We put them with animals on top of the roof. Hamlela suka adate de kafzea maki kedarkan. They're going to crawl, climb up this parapet or this fence wall. They're going to climb over in here. So there again, you should take that into account. That was your pshia.